Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Shalom and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Today I wish to speak about a reference. Yesterday night there was a comment on our former videos regarding Pithom and Ramses, the ancient poor cities that the sons of Israel needed to build to Pharaoh. The person who was commenting about this video was saying that he wished wish to build a Jerusalem of gold and not poor cities to Pharaoh. In a way, this person was expressing an opposite picture to the current reality of Pithom and Ramses. What is Jerusalem of gold? Is it just a song? Is Jerusalem of gold really is a physical place? What is the origin of coin of speech? Where does it come from? In what context? And why everybody wishes to have a Jerusalem of gold inside of his heart? Gold in Hebrew is Zahav. Zahav. The word Zahav, we can divide into two little units. Ze-hav. Ze is this in English, and have means give. Give. Give this. Give this. So, Zahav in Hebrew means not just the golden yellow metal but also this is the code of give me this this give this is what i want what is jerusalem in hebrew yerushalayim yerushalayim the word yerushalayim divided into two parts Yeru shall see Shalem the completion and in the word Shalem complete whole picture the letter Yod was added the covenant between man and God the expression the full expression of the ten spheres in our life so, Yerushalayim means they will see the completion in everything. And they will see the completion of the covenant between human and God. So, Yerushalayim Shel Zahav means Jerusalem of gold means everybody wants to have the perception of seeing everything in completeness. Everybody wish to have a Jerusalem of gold. Everybody wants to see 
the covenant between men and God, the covenant, the expression of the full covenant between man and God by seeing the completion in everything. This is what, this is the meaning of the term Jerusalem of gold. This coin of speech was mentioned in the Talmud, the Babylonic Talmud, Talmud Bavli. There was a person which his name was Akiva. And he was a shepherd. And he used to shepherd the herd of a very rich man in Jerusalem, which his name was, the wealthy man, was Kalba Savua. Akiva was illiterate man. He was a simple man. He didn't know how to read and write. One day he was passing with his herd and he saw a little drop of water consistently dropping itself on one stone and he noticed that after a while there was a hole in the stone and he thought to himself if this little bit of if this if this if this little drop of water only with the power of consistency make a hole in the stone also i can learn to read and write and when he was 40 he started learning the alphabet and then he started to learn the wisdom while he was very poor he fell in love with the daughter of Kalba Savua. Kalba Savua is a very interesting name because it's a metaphor. Kelev in Hebrew is a dog and a dog in Hebrew when he's barking he say Hav Hav. Remember? Hav Hav meaning give me give me. In other words the dog has never satisfaction because he always barks have have give me give me twice and the other name of this rich person is Savua from a person who has satisfaction but as we know Kalba Savua and in a way dog never has satisfaction because he always barks have have give me give me so his metaphorical name says Kalba Savua, how can a dog be satisfied? But the word Savua in um, Hebrew is very close to the sound of Savua, like a hypocrite man. Hypocrite man. So our Akiva fell in love with the daughter of Kalba Savua, Rachel, Rachel. And the father of Rachel told her that if she is marrying this guy, which is poor and illiterate, she will never see a dime from his fortune, and he doesn't want to see her anymore. So the couple married and lived somewhere in a barn. And 
Rabbi Akiva left his wife and went to learn with the other sages of Israel in this time. He learned for 12 years and then another 12 years. After those 24 years ended, he came to town and everybody was, hey, they're saying, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva is coming. And his wife also came to see him after she didn't see him for 12 years, in a total 24 years. And the students of Rabbi Akiva, who saw a person with white hair, poor person with white hair, they pushed her away. What a poor woman has to do with this distinguished man who was the rabbi of Israel. And when Rabbi Akiva saw that his students are pushing her, he says, let her be. She is my holy Torah. And he said to her, if I could, I would elevate to you a Jerusalem of gold. Meaning, if I could, I would elevate to you a crown which is named Jerusalem of gold. When people read this lore in the Talmud, this story, in the Babylonic Talmud, Talmud Bavli, they think it's really a physical crown. If Rabbi Akiva would have enough money to buy physical gold, he would crown his wife in this special crown or give her this special jewelry. But as we know, this is not a jewelry, Jerusalem of gold. It's a perception. It's a life perception. What does Rabbi Akiva mean in this saying to his wife? What is the meaning of Akiva's name? What is the meaning of Rachel's name? And why those 24 years are so important as a symbol? Unlike the ancient biblical story about Jacob and Rachel, Yaakov and Rachel, Yaakov ve Rachel, Akiva, Akiva has the same letters like Jacob, but in different order and in additional letter of Aleph at the end. So let us please look into the letters of both names. Yaakov, Jacob, is written in four letters. Yod, Ain, Kuf, Bet. Akiva is written in five letters. Ain, Kuf, Yod, Bet, and at the end, Aleph. So what is the difference between both names? Yaakov, Jacob, starts with Yod, the covenant between man and God, and 
ends in bet, in two, Yaakov, the world of duality. While Akiva starts with the letter Ein, which is 70, and ends in the letter Aleph, which is one, which is unity. So sages say that Akiva is a corrected aspect of Jacob because his name starts with Ein, with a multiplicity, with the 70 nations, with the wine aspect, and ends with Aleph, with unity. This is why he's going to learn 24 years that he is far away from his wife. 24 is like the full portion of night and day. 12 is a high number in the clock and then we have complete cycle of night and day and we have 24. This is the most highest expression of time. And Rachel, as we said in a former conversation, is the revealed world. So Akiva leaves Rachel after he marries her and goes to learn for 24 years. And in this time, he covers the learning of the concealed world. In other words, what does it mean? That Akiva says to his wife, if I could, I would elevate your crown with this Jerusalem of gold. It's not a matter of money. He doesn't like money. It means in other world, Jerusalem of gold is not in a way in the, the lane of Rachel. Rachel is the revealed world, is what everybody wants. And in a way, Jerusalem of gold is the concealed world. In a way, Jerusalem of gold is an aspect of, so to speak, Leopards. Because you see, those stories are not about romantics feeling. We see often sees in a movie or we read in books. Those stories are lanes of wisdom. And what Rabbi Akiva wants to say that the ability to see the secret of the world, to see everything in completion, is not is not on, so to speak, Rachel's view. It's not to the. It does not belong to the tree of knowledge because Rachel, in a way, is a symbol for the tree of knowledge. The ability to see Jerusalem of gold belongs to Leah. Leah, Lamed, Aleph, Hey, Leah. The same letters like Ohel, a tent. Ohel is written in the same letters of Leah, but in different order. Ohel, Aleph, Hey, Lamed. This is why Rabbi Akiva says, if I could, because it's, it's a it's different direction. Leah is the tree of life. This is why 
Jerusalem of gold belongs to Leah, to the tree of life, and Rachel is a tree of knowledge. It's not, but in a way, Rachel, with her sacrifice, enables Akiva to reach Jerusalem of gold. I hope this conversation was useful to you, and thank you for your great comments and your letters. They mean a lot to me. Wish you a beautiful day and Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to hebrew at learnoutlife.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlive.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kol Tuv and Shalom. Thank you.